Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com forward slash credit card. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Oh, hell yeah. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And no matter where you are, making us a part of your Thursday morning, we appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up till the end of this hour, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And we do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10000 Thousand recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So we teased ahead to this, that the great Albert Breer, he wanted a top of the hour spot. All right. He was, he was sick of this. He's like, I'm not going to sit here and be disrespected and get some middle of an hour spot here to come on with you guys to talk about some of these stories out of the NFL. He wanted a top of the hour role. He demanded it. He pounded the table. And so here we are, the great Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, senior NFL reporter and lead content strategist at the MMQB. You can get him on X at Albert Breer. AB, what's happening? Good morning. At long last, the disrespect has come to an end. I am happy to join you guys at the top of the hour. <laughs> See, this is what we nice. needed. Nice. Uh, this is what we yeah. needed. Um, now, Albert, I, we got to ask you first and foremost, um, how's, how's the drive? How's everything going? Are we all on the same page? Good, yeah, yeah. So actually, uh, for those uh, listening, I had to move things up because I have um, an 8, uh, 20, 8.25 uh, departure time to get to Lake Placid, New York for my kids' hockey tournament. If there are any hockey dads or hockey moms out there, um, I'm sure they understand what's ahead of me. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to, uh, wanted to get you to you guys a little bit early before uh, the car is full of all kinds of different things that you wouldn't want to hear. <laughs> like stuff like that. Actually, you know what? Actually, you know what? Maybe it's stuff you do want to hear because I know you guys liked what you heard earlier in the year, right? Like a I mean, month ago. That was amazing. We do, we do yeah, have it. I feel a lot more of that. Okay. Uh, look, Sam, we've got uh, – this is uh, Albert Breer, a little behind the scenes in a uh, packed car on the way to a hockey tournament. Yeah, I, I think it's certainly been something. Okay, okay. Oh, you wow. You did not say a 
like a drop now. That's oh, yeah. Kind of oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got it teed up. That's awesome. Of course. Okay. Great. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> Albert, as we uh, transition back to football, I do want to ask you the decision. You, by the for... way, I can't, I can't tell you, by the way, how petrified my wife was that that was going to go viral. <laughs> I mean, for days that was going to go viral. No, we wouldn't do that. We would Marvel not do Prairie that. playing around. <laughs> Um, I, I do want to transition to ask you about the Cowboys, the decision to keep Mike McCarthy as their head coach. Any insight into the mind of Jerry Jones and deciding not potentially to uh, interview some other of the top candidates out there right now? Yeah, I, I think, Brady, as much as anything else, it's, you know, I think looking at it and saying we won 12 games three years in a row, I don't want to flip the apple cart upside down. I knew, I, I know how long it took for me to get to this point where we're, we're at this level of contention. And, um, you know, I'm not a big proponent at, a, at operating out of fear, but I do feel like there's a little bit of that here where, um, you know, like that he feels like they're a step or two away from being where they need to be as far as competing for a Super Bowl with the group that they have. Now, I think there's a cost to this, too, and the cost this could wind up, part of the cost this could wind up being Dan Quinn. Because now, you know, I think part of the idea was, well, could Quinn wind up succeeding McCarthy? Is the, the Cowboys have been trying to keep him around year after year after year? Well, can the Cowboys look at him with a straight face this time around and say, please stay around for another year? Uh, or, you know, with a job in Seattle that I think he'd really desire, is he gone? I think there's a really good chance this is the year that Dan Quinn um, winds up leaving, which I think becomes part of the cost to make the move they did yesterday. Hmm. Can I, can I follow up on that? Because I made the point yeah. earlier, A.B., that it, I think you make the decision to, to keep Mike McCarthy so that you can focus your attention on trying to, to retain Dan Quinn. Because to me, I don't I don't know how much rope or, or how much of a leash Dan Quinn, uh, uh, Mike McCarthy has next season. And if you were to right. let let Mike McCarthy go during the during the season, you would assume you've already seen Dan Quinn run the team without Mike McCarthy on the sideline. He's had success; the players respect him. He's a you know he just seems like the logical guy that you would yep. elevate to head coach. Yeah, and that's right. But if you're BQ, can you count on that? I mean, you're basically counting on your boss's failure. You know, because either I'm here. Or, you know, I'm counting on things to go wrong and then I'm left to pick up the pieces. Um, and I think, like, there's a fair argument to be made there if there weren't other attractive options. But, you know, one thing I know about, about Q is that he really likes the West Coast. He's got a place in Hawaii. And he really likes the Seahawks organization. Mm-hmm. And the Seahawks organization likes him back. And so, like, let's just say hypothetically that winds up being the opportunity that's in front of him. I think that opportunity is different than other ones for for Quinn. And I think as much as he likes Dallas and as much as he likes coaching for the Cowboys and he likes coaching Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs and all the guys that he's developed there on the defensive side of the ball, there's still that pull of, you know, going back to where he was and, you know, getting to build on a culture that he's very familiar with. You know, he wouldn't have to reset everything if he went to Seattle. I mean, to me, like, the Seahawks almost present this ideal situation for Dan Quinn where he's not jumping into an unknown, and there is talent on the roster, and it isn't a part of the country that he likes. And so that's why I'm saying I think this is part of the cost. Is It's not just, 
you know, keeping it's, – it's not just, you know, like that it's hard to keep Quinn for another year. It's that there's a super attractive option out there for him. He's Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, senior NFL reporter and lead content strategist at the MMQB. And, Albert, the other name that's been out there following a disappointing uh, loss over the weekend slash Monday and also the just the finish of the season – Nick Sirianni. We haven't gotten official word that he's either in or out, but the feeling is that he will be back. And I saw a report out there from Diana yeah. Rossini that said that they're looking at potential coordinators and, and things like that and kind of navigating the landscape when it comes to that. But what sort of changes are we looking at in Philly from a yeah. just a roster and coaching staff standpoint? I don't think the book is closed on this yet. Because you remember um, when Doug Peterson got fired, I believe you guys can look this up, but I think it was eight days after that season ended. And part of it was that, you know, I I think what, what Jeffrey Lurie has done in the past is he's kind of in these sorts of situations, but it's football people get their ducks in a row before he has like a full-on like end-of-the-season meeting with them. And, like, then he can maybe take a little bit more of a complete view of where they've been and where they're going. And so I think that that's why you're hearing stuff like this right now. And, like, again, like, you know, if you want to go back to 2021 when they fired Doug Peterson, it was, okay, like, go ahead and come up with your plan and and lay out what it's going to look like, not just where you've been but where you're going, and then I'll make a decision. And that's where the staffing questions came up, you know, the, the whole situation with Press Taylor and Doug wound up getting fired. And I'm not saying that's going to happen with Nick, but I still think it's on Nick to put a sort of plan in front of Jeffrey Lurie that he'll be willing to get behind, which I think is why they're looking at all these different options now. And, you know, it's interesting because they just turned over both their coordinator spots. You know, when losing Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon a year ago, um, you know, and then bringing in Sean Desai, basically firing Sean Desai midseason, and Brian Johnson down the stretch how they played. I think all that's a factor. And I think also where Nick stands with Jalen Hurts is a factor as well. You know, there's so many things I want to ask you, Albert, but I, I think uh, what's kind of been coming to mind, especially with the news uh, recently of offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael, uh, getting fired in in New Orleans. Um, you have Wink Martindale, which is a, maybe a different situation with the New York Giants. Uh, after some assistants were fired, they moved on from him. You see Luke Getze get fired with Matt Eberflus in Chicago. I, I feel like for all three of those franchises, they're like half measures as they head into an offseason and into 2024 where – if things don't go well, the head coach is probably getting clipped. I mean, he might even not make it through the season the way the hiring, firing cycles go for coaches in the NFL now. Just talk to me a little bit about, I guess, what you hear behind the scenes from organizations with some of these half yeah. measures as opposed to just saying, all right, like we feel like he's not the guy. Let's go ahead and move on instead of making a change at coordinator to make us feel like we're doing something. But are we really making the change we need? Right, and I, I think so. There are a couple of things that work there, Brady. Number one, like two of the three that you mentioned were arranged marriages, right? Like in the case of Matt Eberflus and Luke Getze, and the case of um, in the case of Wink Martindale and Brian Dayball, those guys hadn't really worked together. Those guys didn't know each other that well. Those were sort of arranged marriages where Brian Dayball wanted the Ravens' defense, right? So he goes and gets. Wink Martindale and um, you know Matt Matt Eberflus wanted like a Shanahan offense, so he goes and gets Luke Getzey from from Matt Lafleur's staff. 
Um, you know, and I, so I think that there's that part of it where they went in and they were sort of, all right, like, we're going to have to make this work one way or another, and it obviously didn't in the end. And then the second piece of it, guys, is these owners are so flush with money now, and I, I think that this is why you see the one-and-dones also, is like in the past, it's, you know, guys' contracts would protect them, and so they would. an owner might say, well, I don't want to – spend $3 million to make this coordinator go away just so I can spend $4 million on a new coordinator. And, like, it's a lot easier to convince an owner if you're a head coach to do that sort of thing now than it used to be, you know, because they are so flush with, with TV money. So I think those are the two things, you know, that you're seeing more turnover top to bottom now and more, I'd say, quick trigger decisions from owners because money's less of a factor than it's ever been before with the influx of new TV money and streaming money and all of that, digital money. And then, you know, the other one is, you know, a couple of these were arranged marriages where things just didn't work out. AB, my last question is, you know, Mike Tomlin has handled the media amazingly, flawlessly during his tenure. I, I would say it wouldn't be unfair to to say it was uncharacteristic for him to walk out on the question of what his yeah. co- coaching future was. What what's what's coming out of Pittsburgh? Are there any updates on what that situation looks like? I think like Mike, I I think for one Mike is probably trying to set a tone there, you know. And basically saying, like, I'm, I'm not answering this question. I know there could be a year of this question ahead. I know I'm going to be asked about this question at the Combine. I know I'm going to be asked this question going forward. So, guys, I'm not answering it, right? I'm not talking about my contract. So that was sort of my first thought was that Mike, be, Mike might be trying to set a tone with, with the people who cover him um, and, say, and just saying I'm not going to answer these questions. Um, and I don't think he cares as much about the optics of it as some other coaches might. Um, you know, and then I think the, 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 the other thing is just it's been a long time. He's been there a long time. Like, there is some uncertainty on what this looks like in a year and two years and three years, and we're asking bigger picture, picture questions than we had in the past. And I, I still, like, in the back of my head, like, it's – and I think we've talked about this, guys. Like, there are a couple of guys who own teams now who are minority Steelers owners that are looking for coaches, and Josh Harris and Washington and, and David Tepper – in uh, in Carolina, and so what happens if one of those guys picks up the phone and calls the Rooney's? I think it's sort of the Rooney's responsibility to tell Mike about it, right? Like and ask Mike what he thinks about it. And Mike's not making twenty million dollars a year in Pittsburgh, so what if one of those owners is willing to pay him that? You know, I just think that there are some moving parts here where you look at it and you can say, is it time? And if there's, I think Mike's still as passionate as coaching as he's ever been, but is it, is, it, is it just time for this to come to an end after 17 years? And I can't answer that question, but, you know, it's, it, it, they're deep in it, and there's not, there's not very many um, guys who've made it as long as Mike's made it in one place. So, you know, if that question does come up over the next few weeks, it, it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world. Uh, Albert, quickly before we let you go, because I know you got to run, but who's the first to decide on where they're coaching next year, Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick? I think I think we get word on Harbaugh early next week. Um, I think with Harbaugh, it sort of comes down to the Chargers fulfilling all the requirements, and then 
like Atlanta too. I, I think for both these guys, it's a lot. A lot of it's going to have to do with the infrastructure. I don't think it's so much the money. I think the owners are willing to pay what it's going to take to get Harbaugh to LA. What's going to pay to get Belichick to Atlanta? I think a lot of it's going to be okay. Can I bring this person with me? Can I bring this person with me? What does the weight room look like? What does analytics look like? What does sports science? What does all of that stuff look like, right? Um, you know, I, I think that's going to be a big piece of it. And then I think, you know, in both cases, it's going to be like, how does how's the relationship with ownership going to go? Because, you know, things didn't end great for Belichick in New England with Kraft. And we all know what happened with Jim in San Francisco. So, you know, both those guys having a good feel for the owners that they'd be going to work for is going to be an important piece of it, too. There he is. Uh, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter, lead content strategist at the MMQB. You can get him on X at Albert Breer. AB, appreciate it. Good luck at the tournament. We'll do it again next week. (laughs) Safe travels, AB. All right. All right, thanks, guys. There he is, uh, the great Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. It is okay, two pros okay. and a cup of joe okay. on Fox Sports Radio. It's so good. Uh, it's, uh, and that he wasn't playing around either. You could tell Albert's okay. son. Okay, okay. <laughs> hey, you could tell AB's kid was ready to do that tournament, by the way. Somebody got checked, got the hell right. checked out of him. Yeah. Um, he was feeling frisky. Okay. Yeah, uh, so coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, uh, apparently somebody's getting a lot of support, a lot of support from all the right people in the NFL, and we'll tell you who that is right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. They're like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to the, Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. All right. Bang, bang, boogity, jump the boogity, 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 bee. I said, what you hear is not a test. Do the beat. I do like that Sam sticks with the theme throughout the course of the show. Like he had a he had an idea going into this show it was going to be throwback day and it was going to get funky. Oh, it was throwback night <laughs> that turned into throwback day. So so well said. That is uh, so accurately described. <laughs> throwback or throwing him back? Oh, damn. I mean, yeah, I think okay. Lavar took care of that. So. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Someone mentioned the word delight earlier, so I just I was just looking up there songs. They were rappers topical. delight. Yeah, there you no. go. They there mentioned delap or no? Oh wow, rappers delap. <laughs> Interesting. Very good. Very good. All right. Um, you know, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. Uh, coming up less than 20 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to have another edition of You In You Out here on a Thursday morning, so make sure you stick around. Oh, for that. hell That'll yeah. That'll be yours. Um, so, uh, we do. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, so we, uh, we mentioned it with Albert, okay. like what's okay. the, <laughs> okay. Okay. We, we mentioned it with, uh, Albert Breer, Great. like, uh, we know, we know that the, that the Dallas Cowboys are staying put with Mike McCarthy. The other speculation out there was that the Philadelphia Eagles could be moving on from Nick Sirianni. And, I mean, at least if you listen to some of the players in that locker room, at least if you listen to guys like Fletcher Cox, uh, that will not be the case, and don't you dare ask the question. Have you, you know, gotten any wind on what's going to happen? Like, and do you have confidence in, if, you, if you do come back, that confidence in him if he's also the head coach? Like, any news about, what about Nick? Nick, I mean, there's obviously some speculation about whether he may be fired or not. Um, huh? Yeah. Just, come on, man. Like, man, he head football coach of this team, man. Come on, man. We ain't, we ain't, they ain't even no discussion about okay, that, yeah, okay, you don't think it's going to happen? Like, I, I, don't, I don't got nothing to say about that, man. You're a clown, bro. Get out of my face, bro. 
What is it? What is it to talk about, man? Because man, he's a winner. He's a winning head coach. You know, do we have some bumps this year? Yeah, but every team, every organization, everybody, everybody goes through it. But we don't look at firing a man who, you know, obviously has won ten plus games two years in a row. That took this organization to three playoff appearances three years in a row. You know, that's a respect. You know, coaches. He's a good leader for this team. Um, he he does a really good job. Did we come up short? Yeah. Did things happen this year? Yeah. But you don't look at you know, or, or I don't discuss about you know firing a man or you know this man got a family. Oh man! Get out of my face, clown! <laughs> Damn! Go over there, clown! You a clown? Get out of my yeah. face, clown! By the way, get your the ass word... up out of my face, clown! Let me tell you something. The word clown gets me every time. <laughs> I don't know what it is. The clown emoji gets me every time. I think it's it. There's something about it that just kills me. And when you it, look like a big fat clown. Like it's just like calling somebody okay. a clown is so dismissive. Okay, what? Here's the only thing that I'll say, and, and obviously, like, look, these guys um, have to do their jobs. They have to ask the questions. That, that's the tough part about a lot of journalists. Um, that's that's their job, you know. So it, it, it's tough. And I think if you look at the recent history, by the way, of the head coaches there in Philadelphia, you know, no one's gotten fired after a double-digit win season, but it has kind of come close after, right? Like, if you look at Chip Kelly, 2013, 2014. He didn't even make it out of the season. Well, that was 2015. Yeah. But uh, my general point, if, if you let me get to it, is they yeah, went back-to-back 10-win seasons. They get to the playoffs. They win the division one of those years. Yeah. And then there was, like, a little momentum building, and he didn't get through 2015. Then you go to Doug Peterson, kind of similar. Second year he's there. They win a Super Bowl. The next two years, they finish first and second in the division. They get to the playoffs both those years. But something's not quite there. The next year, clipped. Didn't get through the season. So, you know, is it a clown question to ask that? Like, I think it'd be ridiculous if they moved on from him. Like, you'd really have to, you know, hear an explanation as to why that is. You know, maybe they feel like if you have a chance at a Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, someone you feel like is a better head coach, but maybe that's the justification. But given what Nick Sirianni's done, I don't know that you can justify it based on his track record to Fletcher Cox's point. But that being said, I would then look out for next year. If things don't go the way they want them to go, the last two head coaches have gotten clipped and they haven't finished the season. Clipped. That's a good word. Bang. Look, the Niners banged them. The Cowboys banged them. The Seahawks beat them. The Eagles, huh? They came back and beat the Giants. But then they lost to the Cardinals. Then they lost to the Giants. I mean, and then you lose to the Bucks. It's just, to me, the way their season fell off the rails once they, they went up against, you know, the Bills, it, it just seemed like after they had that big win against the Bills, it all fell apart. Like, it was like, like, do y'all remember the conversation we had going into the game versus the, the Niners? It's like, Here's the battle of supremacy in the NFC. Whoever wins this game, this is the best team in the NFL. Y'all remember that, that conversation? That's time ago. Bro. See, so the only problem I have with the logic and the reasoning is when a team is being talked about as this is the game that defines which team is the strongest team and the best team in that conference – and then they just totally fall off a cliff. They didn't. They didn't just start to 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 like have some struggles. They fell off the cliff. 
my point is something had to be wrong. There's something wrong. And whatever that issue is and how deep it goes, I don't know. But you've had such a good year all the way up to this point where it just totally never got back to a normalized, stabilized state. And to me, that's where I think the biggest concern has to to lie is if I am making a decision, sure, you could look at it and say his body of work is amazing. He just had them in the Super Bowl, and then they were the hottest team in, in the league, one of it, for a really, really long time this season. But what the F happened? Uh, I, I think, yeah, I mean – well, I was, I was going to say, like, I, I think the, the way they finished, yeah, that looks poor. But if you actually go back and do a deeper dive into earlier in the year. Do a deeper they, dive. They never really so, did play all that hot. Here's the deeper dive. They're 10-1, right? Yeah. Eight of those wins were in one-score games. Yeah. And that's where, like, that narrative, to your point, Jonas, you know, coming out from it. Or, excuse me, they were 7-1 in those one-score games. But that's where that narrative kind of came from. Is like they, they were very similar to Minnesota. Remember Minnesota two years ago? They won 13 games. Yeah. How many of those games? Was it like nine or ten or whatever it was? Oh, were all one-score games? Yeah. Maybe maybe all 13. Who knows? Um, I could go back and look, but I'm too lazy right now. And then you go, then you look at their final seven games um, when you include the postseason. But they got blown out four, by double digits four of those seven games. It, it felt like it was a snowball effect. And to your point, Jonas, about like San Fran, like that was – you know, and then LeVar, that was like the moment when everything just fell apart. And their schedule got a little bit more difficult, too, having to go to Dallas, to Seattle. And they could never really recover outside of the close win versus the Giants, who ended up getting them to at the end of the season, which, you know, some of that's kind of tough week 18. But, I mean, even the way they finished versus Tampa, in Tampa, it just it felt like whatever they lost at that point or were holding on to, it fell apart. And that's the problem is they've got to find now in this offseason – whether it's you know staff changes, whatever it may be, but they've got to find that magic again. Otherwise, it, it could end up being a you know a, a early curtain call for Nick Sirianni because that's what's happened to the previous two head coaches. The guy who's spoken most honestly on that team over over this past season was Devonte Smith, and there was a couple of times there was he had a drop in a game or something like that. It might have been uh, one of the games they lost, and they said you know there was like it was a difficult. He said no, there's no excuse. I got to catch the football. And then the other one was when they were hot and the record was what it was, he was unhappy after a game and said, listen, I know what our record says, but we're not playing good football. Like he said it, like he was calling it at that time. And you just see the way the season played out. It was it was only a matter of time before they were going to get exposed and they got exposed badly mm. and by t i mean and everybody loved it after they saw it so they just oh, kept man. taking it <laughs> oh it's like it that never huh? stop like oh let me get some yeah <laughs> oh yeah let me get some too oh man um yeah so uh <laughs> it's just but again i mean like at that point like you look at the eagles and you go man there's plenty of good things you could take from them you know what i mean plenty of good things That's plenty sure. of good things yeah. it's so funny that you would just jump up and pop up on me with a plenty of good things but you know the interesting thing about that is i'm always ready for plenty of good things anyway so when we're talking about that plenty of good things you know, we're Silky, talking baby. about silk. Yeah. And when you're talking about silk, well, you know, I'm doing this feel plenty good challenges. Jonas popped up on me and said, and by <laughs> making silk almond milk part of my breakfast, I join uh, 
the group of people who are trying to live healthy and 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 eat healthy and all that stuff and you can join us too and you can win free breakfast for life and you all you need to do is sign up and incorporate silk into your breakfast for seven days and terms apply so there's no purchase necessary and you can visit challenge.silk.com and and you can also visit jonas slash dot slash having an interesting show slash <laughs> i'm driving the bus slash no, dot com what are you talking there you about? Go. Okay. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right don't miss it mark your calendars and be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iHeartRadio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com 2025 qx80 coming this summer an epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with american express you breeze through the card member entrance stop by the lounge now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, Tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 2pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. So we're going to be back on the air tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific for a football Friday edition of the program. That'll be a fun one. We've got the divisional round to look after. Maybe we'll do uh, our picks against the spread. You guys, uh, you know, pulled a cheap move last week and just refused to participate. 
give me an opportunity in the postseason. So we'll see the results on that and then uh, see what we got going for uh, for the games coming up this weekend. So we'll have all that for you. Maybe we'll even get some ha- some rumors or more news on the coaching searches around the NFL and what the plan is for several of these franchises as well, too. Uh, a reminder before we close up shop here with a special edition of You In or You Out. A reminder that if you've missed any of this show, make sure you check out the podcast. That's going to be posted shortly after we go off the air. So it's been a wild one, a little bit all over the place. So if you want to hear anything that you've missed thus far on the show, including Albert Breer's thoughts on where certain coaches could land in the next coming week or so, make sure you search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. You'll see Today's show posted right after we get off the air. This is really big news. Two pros in a cup of Joe want you to know if they're in. Yeah, please. Or if they're out. All right, so we're going to do a special edition of You and You Out here on the show because we like to go uh, off speed from time to time. A special potluck edition of You oh, and You Out. This is always good. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm, I'll, I will start first if you don't mind. Yeah. Are you guys? Well, why not? Why are not you guys? Up with the idea. Are you in or out on potluck dinners? And are you? Are you? Yeah, because if I do a potluck dinner, I'm doing it with people that I really love and care about. I don't. I don't do casual potlucks. Also, that you trust, right? Like, yeah, there's absolutely. people that you trust to cook food that you might eat, right? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, but I feel like somebody's always a lazy ass, and they'll bring the easiest thing. Like, I'll get the paper plates. It's like, okay, dude. Is that part of a potluck? Well, yeah, I thought you had to bring like a food item. Well, yeah, but you got to bring supplies too. And it's like people are cheap asses. They don't want to bring multiple things. That's, so like, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't I don't have people like that in my inner circle. So I don't okay. that's not something I'd have to worry about. I I think I'm out just because it's conditional upon like things, right? Like the circle you're with, it's conditional on maybe, you know, where you're doing it too, like who's doing it. Like I don't know. I think for that reason I'm out. Yeah, I've right. never I agreed something. to a potluck if it oh, wasn't what do you the, got? the best circumstances. All right, potluck from Iowa Sam. What do we got? Oh, no, actually, I was going to weigh in on the potluck oh, okay. uh, question oh. here. I'm in because sometimes when you decide to host people for dinner or some kind of you know event and you have to feed everybody, a lot of pressure on you. The nice thing about a potluck is that everybody brings something, kind of takes the pressure off the host. It's kind of it helps. It's a communal effort. So I'm in on potlucks. Coop, your thoughts on potluck. Uh, Your thoughts on pot, Luck? Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Well, I'm always in with Coop on that. <laughs> <laughs> Coop, as soon as the show is over, if you want to pot, Luck, we can pot, Luck it. <laughs> you think I waited till the end of the show? Okay. No, I don't. I do not. Uh, no, look, Especially because you hooking us up. Like, if, hell no. Nah, if, <laughs> if I'm throwing a party, I'm all in on potlucks. If I'm going to a party and I hear that it's a potluck, I'm like, eh, do we really need to go? Yeah, that's it's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we go. I got one. I got one for oh, you. Actually, can I ask this question quickly? Yeah. yeah. Um, Sam, you just talked about the pressure being taken off the host, but isn't that pressure on the people who are bringing the food because they got to make sure like whatever they're bringing is legit? Yeah, I mean, you're just transferring the dish. pressure, aren't you? Yeah. Well, it's 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 spreading it out a little bit. It's divvying. Yeah, it up. but then like everyone feels the pressure. Like I would actually, yeah. now that you say that, I'd look at it and think. You're kind of selfish. You just want to, you want other people to feel the pressure. You know what though, Brady? I make very good uh, buffalo chicken salad and like Napa Valley chicken salad. So I'd be like, that's the best thing I do. That's what What's I'm bringing. What's a Napa Valley chicken? What, what salad? I 
I wish you were in studio. Bottle caps in it. Like what do you? It's got well, it's Lamar's not gonna like. No, no race. Grapes, walnuts, grapes, grapes, green onion. Nope. Blue cheese. Nope. Shredded chicken. It's nope. listen, Lavar. You tried it, mine. Why is it nope. Napa Valley? That's just what it's called. That's sort it's of because grapes are in it. Yeah, yeah. that could be. It. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. The consistent. I don't. Can you? Can you I don't do savory with. I don't. Bring it in I don't do that. I would love to. No. I, Brady, if you come out here, nope. I will make it. All right, and let me. Lavar will eat it. No, don't do the Napa one. Nope. Do the. Do the, both. the I'll do both. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've had your buffalo chicken. Yeah, you said it was good. It was good. It was really good. Yeah. That sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. Are you guys in or out on this method when it comes to potlucks? That you buy something from the store. Why are we so on potlucks? Well, I mean, since we're here, I've got a new topic for you. Okay. I've got a new one. Well, can I can I just throw this out there because this might help some people out? Are you in or out on buying something from a store but putting it in a home dish and then pretending like you made it? Store bought potato salad. Yeah, and, and you, you put, put it in a home bowl dish. and you pass it off as your yeah. own. Yeah, Ow. I'm coming Ooh, a little bit. Rocks. Yeah, All right, I'm in on that. I've done it. Before. Principal yeah. Skinner. Yeah, did I, that I figured seasons. you did. Do it what? Uh, what? What do you got, Coop? Uh, white wine. Are you guys in or are you out? Oh, it depends. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. White wine on a although night. not in so real, deep where I, I real juicy. I'm it in. Cost me to miss anything the next day. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys in or out on being unprepared for work due to uns- <laughs> extenuating <laughs> circumstances? Jeez, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm out. I'm out on it. I was unprepared. I like to be prepared. I was unprepared. But to get, it takes a village. Anything. It takes a potluck to raise a village, whatever that means. I mean, try to go what? through an entire show having loose a uh, loose stomach. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> Actually, so you- speaking of loose, I got to ask you this, Sam. Loose meat sandwiches. Is that an Iowa thing? Uh, yeah, like the made right. You ever had a made right? What? No. That's Wait, a, do you guys, do you guys know what made right meat is? Sandwiches? Yes, like, I've only heard about this from Iowa folks. I thought that's something that you pick up like anywhere on Sepulveda. Oh, what? <laughs> a loose meat sandwich Scoop? is like a sloppy Joe. <laughs> yeah, by the way, my Coop, God, Coop, bang, bang. Oh man, <laughs> I, I think that that's an honest joke. question. You guys never had a made right? That's like a, it's a chain. They sell Sloppy Joes. It's chain in the oh, Midwest. Oh, man, I love no, Sloppy Joes. It. It's easy to make. Sloppy you guys Joes. in or out on Sloppy Joes? I'm in. Uh, I'm more like Sloppy, sloppy Joneses. <laughs> you boys want some more Sloppy Joneses? <laughs> hey, you get some more Sloppy I call it something else. Oh, whoa. Um, <laughs> oh, <okay. whoa. laughs> it's like, um, all right. Uh, Jonah, so, Brady, you know what a made right is? Right? I have heard You've of heard it. Of it. Right? I've had it? sloppy joes, okay. and I haven't had yeah. made right. All right, so are we are are we into the BG's radio station? Yes, in out with red arrows on the screenshot. <laughs> are we out? In? Pointing to Napa's finest. All pointing right. pointing to a to a wine glass. Are we in? All right. Are you guys in or out on Wine Wednesdays? <laughs> <laughs> Wine Wednesday into Thursday. So usually, yeah, usually in, in, the, in on that. I'm in. Yeah. Was that, wasn't that a thing with one of the shows here? Was it Loose, loose Cannons or something? One of those? Oh, yeah, they did do Wine Wednesdays. Yeah. All right, there was also, I think, Red Wine Fridays was... Uh, oh, Tony... Yeah, uh, Tony Bruno yeah. back in the day. The great Tony Bruno. Yeah, man. Tony Bruno. Love Are you Tony in or man. out on being able to locate your car after you've had <laughs> white wine? In or out? Oh man! I mean, we should ask sticks. What's going on, sticks? Yeah, Are you? Mr. I'm sticks. in on sticks, all the way in on sticks. Yeah, I think I Mr. Too. Sticks. <laughs> <laughs>
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.